Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm a life coach and a recovering hustle hard, grind or die, burnout prone, my productivity equals my worth kind of gal. Now is my mission to help you ditch the grind or die motto and find feel good success. This podcast will help you on your journey to finding your light, raising your vibration and living a dream life that actually feels good. Hey Grow Girls, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am talking all about self-love because it's February, it is almost Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day and self-love is a big topic and if you follow me on Instagram then you'll see I've been talking about it all over the place but the reason is because self-love is so much more than yes it's more than face masks, yes it's more than rolling your face at night and looking after your skin but it's also more than just being confident in who you are and looking in the mirror and liking what you see. Because we know now that it's not all about looking after your body physically, but it's even more than the second layer. So if you know it's not about physical skincare, there still might be that layer deeper that we need to go. Because self-love is really about your goals. It's about abundance. If you want to bring abundance into your life, if there's anything that you're trying to manifest, you can't miss out on self-love. It really starts with self-love. And by self-love, I mean self-acceptance. I don't just mean loving the nice parts of yourself. I mean total, wholesome self-acceptance. So I dig more into this in this episode. And it is taken from a live on the Facebook group. So that's why you'll hear me interacting a little bit, but I will break down why self-love is so key in manifesting your desires. You'll also hear me mention my new program, 21 Days to Self-Love and Abundance, which is now open. This is the program to guide you through that inner work, to get what you desire, to attract what you desire, and to get yourself at the vibration which you need to be to receive it, to get your mindset on board so that your subconscious behavior is aligning with your conscious behavior, so that everything is matching up, so that you can receive that and attract what you want. The program starts on Valentine's Day and it is gonna be so instrumental in changing the way you feel about yourself and your life and therefore how much more abundant you become. If you wanna find out more, click the link in the show notes to get started and to sign up. But for now, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Grow Girls. Happy Friday. It is February, so it's Valentine's, Valentine's month. And I've been talking about self-love so much. Also, I'm doing this one on the sofa because it's Friday. So I thought about doing it even with a glass of wine, decided against it. But if you are watching this and it's still Friday, feel free to watch it with a glass of wine. Um, But yeah, I've been talking about self-love so much. And the reason is it's not just because it's Valentine's and Galentine's and it's a trendy topic, but the fact that it is nearly Valentine's Day got me thinking about the topic of self-love. And the thing is, the way I've been speaking about it is in a sense of it is linked to your goals. In my eyes, getting what you want, achieving your goals starts with self-love. And I know that sounds very woo-woo 
or just a bit random, but I'm going to break it down for you in this video and explain why self-love is where you should start in terms of achieving your goals or the bit that it could be the bit that you're ne you're neglecting. So you might have already started. I mean, I'm sure you have in terms of going for your goals. Hey, Maria. Um, you can you can grab a glass of wine <laughs> and join if you want to do that. So, yeah, it might be that you're just neglecting that inner work. And I want to explain why. So what does self-love have to do with achieving goals? Firstly, it comes down to worthiness and feeling that you are worthy and that you deserve what you want. You deserve to achieve your goals, to have the kind of life that you want to have. I'm trying not to use the word achieve too much because some of what we want, you know, it's about attracting. So feeling worthy. When we love and accept ourselves, we are more likely to feel worthy of what we want. But if I said to you, do you feel worthy of your goals? Probably you'd all say, yeah, like we all think that we do feel worthy because a lot of this happens subconsciously. And a lot of this happens without us even realizing. So we might say that we feel worthy of our goals, but inside something's not quite clicking and actually maybe we don't feel fully worthy of our biggest goals and the things that we really truly want. Like, do you ever say, a good way to know if you do this is, do you ever say, I really wanna earn X, I really wanna make this much money, or I really wanna get this promotion by this day or this year or this month, but then you get closer to that date where you said you wanted to make that much money or get that promotion or whatever it is that you set your goal on. And then you start going, or I'll be okay if I make this much and you lower it. Or it's okay if I get the promotion maybe next year instead and adjust your goals. Sorry, sirens, South London. Um, do you ever do that? If you feel comfortable, if you are here, let me know. If not, you can give it to yourself. But I, I imagine you've all done this because I know I've done this. We all do this. Or I'll set an income goal. And then as it's getting closer, we get scared, right? And we think that we can't actually achieve that. And why, what does it come down to when we think we can't achieve it? Worthiness, again. With not good enough, usually followed by yet. That's how we disguise these thoughts. And these thoughts of not being worthy get hidden behind words like, oh, I'm not skilled enough yet or I'm not doing well enough yet or I'm not achieving enough yet to hit that goal to get that promotion etc etc so we don't commit to our goals because we're like oh I might not might not achieve it so we change up the goal and we haven't committed to it so of course we haven't got it because you need 100% commitment to achieve a goal so worthiness is the reason we do that it's like a self-sabotage basically but it does come down to worthiness. And another reason we bring down these goals is because we're like, I don't want to get disappointed. Because what if I set it and then I don't get it? And then I feel like a failure. I feel disappointed. What does it say about me? Right? So usually we think the reason we don't want to let ourselves down or not achieve something is because what will it say about us if we set this goal, but we don't hit it? Let me know if you have an answer to that question. Sinead, yes, I was scared to apply for a promotion as I didn't, didn't think I was ready. I did it anyway, and you start on Monday. Amazing, congratulations. Amazing. Let us know what, that's, what, what, you, do, what you do. 
deep dive can be scary yes i think that's you've hit the nail on the head there marie as well it's scary to go into this stuff because it is so intangible and once you go in sometimes it can feel like a bit of a dark hole but don't worry i have something that will help you and i will tell you about it at the end um yeah it can be a, it can be scary but we all we all know that sometimes the best things in life come with well everything comes with a cost really doesn't it um so yeah so one of those one of those things that we do is we play small and be, that's because we don't want to get disappointed and i think the reason that we're so scared to be disappointed is because we don't f there's already that wound of not feeling worthy of not feeling enough for that next thing that you want we might feel worthy for what we've got but that next thing we want we don't feel worthy of it and so if we fail if we set that goal and we don't hit it we will feel that wound and we will feel not good enough because that wound's there it always comes back to the wound that already exists if that makes sense so if we worked on our self-love and our self-acceptance then if we didn't hit it would be fine because we'd still know that we are worthy we'd still know that we're good enough so we would take action more so that's the biggest thing is that we don't take action because we're scared that if we fail what will we think of ourselves how will it feel to us will we feel all those wounds that we've all been hurt but often they're left unhealed will we feel those again and will it come back to that feeling of not good enough so that's a big block then I think this comes down to shadow, shadow work. We all have a shadow. I know I've been talking a lot about this on Instagram, but the shadow is the part of ourselves that we are hiding, that we, and this is often unconscious, right? We don't like literally go out like hiding, but subconsciously there's a part of ourselves. We all have like a light and a dark and we all have elements of ourselves that we don't like or maybe that other people have pointed out about us and we've grown to dislike, but we all have this darker side that we keep in the dark and we don't wanna draw attention to. But when we accept that part and accept that we're just human and actually shine the light on it, figure out where does this come from, work through it, then we feel worthy. We, we heal that shadow. When you've accepted it, it becomes your power because things can't hurt you as much if you don't have an open wound, right? If you're walking down the road and you've got a big wound on your arm, then if you're walking and someone just slightly knocks you, it's gonna really hurt you. Whereas if you heal that wound, let it close up, nurse it, put a bandage on it and let it close up, then if you're walking down the street and someone lightly scrapes you, it's probably not gonna hurt or it's not gonna hurt anywhere near as much. The same with our shadow, when we heal the shadow, and we recognize that part of ourself and we fix it, fix it, not even fit. It's not about changing it, but it's about accepting it because we're human. Then again, we're not, we're not subconsciously walking around scared to do something in case we get rejected, in case it doesn't work out, in case we fail, which is really just a redirection. Because what are we actually fearing? When you think of why you're scared to do something, I'm pretty sure 99% of the time it comes down to I won't feel enough or I'll feel like not a good enough person, I'll feel like a bad person, I'll feel incompetent. It always comes down to how we feel about ourselves at the end of the day. So shadow is, I think it's it sounds like a bigger deal than it is. So I'm going to try and think of an example of my 
elements of myself and see how I can, if I can illuminate this topic. So for example, I think for me, there was a time in my life where I've been quite, see myself as the victim and feel sorry for myself. I'm sure we can all relate. So now I'm always running from that part of myself. But if I actually look into why, why did I do that? What was I, why was I being like that? Why was I kind of blaming things on other people? That's the side of myself that I didn't like. Well, I can see that, well, it was just a protection mechanism. I was just too scared to go in to that wound and to take the blame myself because my self-worth was so fragile that if I took the blame, it would break me down because I'd feel like, oh, another thing that I'm not good at or whatever. And I just wouldn't be able to build myself back up. So now that I can see that I just, I wasn't trying to be a bad person and blame other people and like unfairly blame other people for things. I was just not capable of doing the work at that time. Now that I can see that and accept that, then I, I don't, I'm not so angry at myself anymore. I, I accept myself, I accept my past. I accept the part of myself that maybe might still do that one day or probably does do that without me realizing sometimes when I'm in the heat of emotion, if I go to quickly say, oh, well, that's not my fault, it's this person's fault, <laughs> then I'm gonna be a little bit more compassionate with myself. I'll stop, I'll realize, okay, you did that thing that you don't like, but this is where it comes from. And just healing that part, so I'm not running and hiding from it because I accept it and I can say, okay, I messed up, it's because of this. I hope that kind of illuminates it a little bit more. It's quite, a, it's a heavy topic, it's a big topic, um, but again, I've got more to say on it. I've got more that can help you with this topic, which I'll tell you about later. And third thing, so we've got worthiness, we've got the shadow. Those are two things that are to do with self-love and your goals and how self, the lack of self-love or not enough work on self-love can block us from our goals. Then the ability to validate ourselves. Again, if we don't fully accept and love ourselves, and when I say love, it can sound woo-woo, but it's really acceptance, right? You don't have to think you're the most perfect at every single thing, but you accept yourself as who you are. If we don't, then we, we want to validate ourselves, right? We want approval from other people. Oh, I just seen that Sinead said, me 100%. Which bit was that too? And Maria, the most worthy are often the most critical. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. People are always so much more critical of themselves than other people are, are of them, I think. Um, so yeah, we will look for validation from others if we don't really feel complete, we don't feel good enough ourselves. So this is gonna lead us to play out our lives for other people. And often it means playing small. Scared to do certain things because other people might not get it, might judge us, might think weird things about us, we could even lose people and that scares us because we want their validation. A perfect example of this, I don't know if you guys saw, but yesterday I was, I'm really happy and grateful that I was featured in an article by Cosmo about life coaching. And what was written about me was really positive. Frances, who is on this in this group, had spoken about her experience with me and with Get Up and Grow Girl and it was amazing, it was really good and obviously great for, for me as a business to get that exposure. So that was really good. However, I knew that the article was coming out, but I didn't know where, I didn't know exactly the day. I knew that it was gonna be February or March, 
and the night before so not last night but the night before I was in bed and I just had a bit of a sleepless night and I thought I think this article's already out because I've been getting some more traffic so I went and had a look on the website and I saw the article was out and the headline was the big life coaching con so it was a very negative headline and obviously one that I would not want to be associated with but also probably the biggest fear I had when going into not just life coaching but self-employment full stop would be that someone might think I was a con woman so to see that obviously I freaked out and I couldn't get the article till morning and when I got it I saw that the bit about me was positive however I'm in an article which the headline for is the big life coaching con so initially I was like no now all these people you know, it, it just makes people who, people who I don't even know, but more people in the world think that life coaching is a con. And people who haven't read the article and seen both sides and seen that there are good coaches and bad coaches have just seen the word con. And so I was freaking out. And, and this reminded me of my journey that initially, when I first wanted to be a life coach, I was like, oh, I'll just get qualified, but I probably won't do it. I'll just do it part time. Or maybe I'll just do it as a hobby or maybe I'll do it way in the future when I'm older because I thought I had to be a certain age to share what I know and what I'm passionate about. And I, I wasn't going to do it because I wanted everyone else's validation. I wanted to be successful. And I thought that, you know, success is when lots of people say, wow, look at her, she's doing well. So for me, that was fashion, like a glamorous, you know, kind of career. And that didn't make me happy. But I was like, I can't do something unconventional like life coaching. Because what if people think I'm a spiritual witch? What if they think I'm a con artist? What if they think that I just sit around and tell people what to do all day and that it's not really a real job? And so all of that would have held me back. It did hold me back. I was doing things I didn't want to do for a long time because I didn't have the self-acceptance and the self-worth. So I wanted other people to say, good job, you're doing really well. And things like that and I knew that there'd be a lot of people who wouldn't say that if I did what I really wanted to do so I played small even now like even we always there's always more we can do and up until recently you will see I would never go live because what if I say the wrong thing or I say something stupid or like what if I look weird and you know we all have these thoughts but once you slowly just keep doing the work then you accept yourself more and now you'll do more things and I'm able to connect with more of you guys like you can see more of what I have to say and more of who I am just naturally and we can get to know each other and as opposed to me just posting things and probably people don't even look at it it's not very engaging right so you can unlock new levels when you stop playing small and the route to not playing small is self-love acceptance because there's not there's not I don't want to say nothing to lose there's always a cost but there's way less to lose there isn't really anything to lose when you truly love and accept yourself because what's gonna happen if it goes wrong? What ha what's gonna happen if you guys go off of this or comment and say, sorry, this is really boring? I'll just be like, okay, sorry you feel that way, but I liked it and I'm, I'm happy I did it, right? <laughs> so there's so much less to lose when we do accept ourselves because if, if I didn't, instead then I could go, oh my God, and I could just quickly turn off the phone and probably go and sit and feel really silly and cry about it, which, I've done in the past, I'm sure we've all done that, where we felt like oh, something went really bad and we've got upset about it because that other people's opinions mean so much to us, they shape us. Whereas as you get older and as you do the inner work, 
you don't, if so other people say things, you don't really take it to be true necessarily. And you work on that skill because you know who you are yourself, right? And that is what this inner work is about. That's what this self-love is about. Lastly, what does it have to do with abundance? Because I've been talking a lot about self-love and abundance. And abundance is basically, we use it to say like more. Abundance is receiving a lot of whatever that is, whether it's money, relationships, uh, opportunities, love, whatever it is, a lot of, a lot of. That's, that's basically what abundance is. But really in a spiritual sense, it's about a feeling of joy. It's about feeling rather than things, but it creates likeness. So it's about feeling good. It's about enjoying and appreciating life and everything that you have. So what does self-love have to do with that? Well, when in order to be abundant and to attract, if you believe in law of attraction, in order to attract, you have to, well, you attract likeness. So if you're feeling negative, if you see the world in a negative way, we attract negative, we attract more likeness. If we always see problems, we probably always have more problems. If we always see opportunities, we attract more opportunities. And so if you feel positive about money, you get more money. If you feel positive about relationships, you get better relationships. It's, I'm oversimplifying this because it's a big topic, but that's what it comes down to basically. So in order to see the world more lovingly, more joyfully, how do you do that? Well, it starts by seeing yourself more lovingly. Everything starts with the self because we have this lens of perception that starts from here. And everything you see is based on the way you perceive the world. And the way you perceive the world really starts with how you perceive yourself. So when you look at yourself more lovingly and you're quicker to notice the good things that you've done rather than the bad things and the things that you're good at rather than what you're not good at, etc., etc., things you like about yourself physically rather than things you don't, then you that that perspective carries on into your life. And if you go out onto the street and it's really cold and grey, you might be like, oh, it's not raining, rather than, oh, it's so grey. <laughs> um, this is an example, I've no this is something that I kind of realised as a checkpoint of, wow, you've changed so much. Because when I go outside, I mean, partly it's because it's lockdown and we don't have, you know, huge things to grasp onto, but I'll go outside and if it's really grey and horrible, I'm like, oh, it's not raining, it's such a lovely day. Whereas before I would have complained. So you just start to see the good. And when you see the good, you attract more good. So I hope that makes sense. Three ways in which self-love links into your ability to achieve your goals and get what you want. Worthiness, the shadow, healing the shadow, and the ability to free ourselves from having to validate ourselves by playing for everyone else so that instead we can play for ourselves, do what we want to do, go for what we want because what's the fear if people judge us it won't matter because we accept ourselves so let me know if you're still here guys if that made sense if you relate to any of that and i am guiding you through this journey in a brand new program called 21 days to self-love and abundance which launches tomorrow and i'm really excited about it because it's a 21 day challenge but it's the first time that i've launched a single purchase offer which is low cost and affordable so it's going to be really fun 
It's gonna be self-paced as in, it's not live, we're not doing it like this, pre-recorded by me, <laughs> but it's gonna guide you through all of this work, guide you through building self-love, guide, guide you through doing the shadow work, guide you through developing an abundant mindset and becoming clear on what it is that you want to attract and working to do that. So we'll do this day by day, for 21 days, you'll be doing, it's about 10, 20 minutes a day, building that routine, that mindset framing routine each day. I'm very excited about it. It's, it's something that has been very from the heart and it launches tomorrow. If you can't wait, if you wanna know more now, it is open to the wait list. Um, you can DM me on Instagram or on Facebook. I don't know how, I'm not a big Facebooker to be honest. I don't know how it works on Facebook, but you can DM me or maybe even put a comment here and I will give you more information or I'll maybe even give you the link um, before tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed guys. Thank you uh, Sinead and Maria for joining me live. And um, for the rest of you, I'm gonna post it to the group so you can watch the replay. And I hope that you can implement these tips and you can understand now what I mean when I say self-love equals achieving your goals. Cause I know it sounds very random when there's no explanation, but hopefully this has shown you that it's really, really, there's a, there's a real link. There's a real link there. I hope you have a great weekend, guys. Feel free to DM me if you want, and I will see you on Instagram. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that you now understand so much more deeply why self-love is so intrinsic and important in terms of attracting what you desire. If you are ready to do this, if you are ready to get on that high vibration, to see yourself differently, to see your life differently, and to bring in everything that you desire, click the link in the show notes and get signed up to the 21 Days to Self-Love and Abundance Challenge before we start on Valentine's Day. This is going to be amazing. If you're not already following me on Instagram, make sure you come over and follow me there as well at Leela Jasmine Sule, which you will find in the show notes where there is so much more like-minded Grow Girl content designed to help you on this journey. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.